Greetings, Guardians, and welcome to the Voice of the Vanguard. Today you have Sully from Sully Games. Say hello, Sully. Hello, Guardians. And today we have a episode where we'll break down some of the the issues regarding cheating in this season, whether or not we think the season can be saved with what we know, and a couple other topics. So let's start off the way we normally start. And Sully, what have you been up to in the world of Destiny? Uh, raids. Got back into doing a lot of raids again. Uh, plan on doing a bunch more raids. Uh, this weekend I might try to <clears throat> chill in, uh, the Destiny 2 LFG, uh, Discord server and try to do some raid carries for Garden. Uh, I think the clan's interested in doing, uh, a, a crown. crown. I think yeah. we're gonna do that Friday. Cool. Um, other other than that, yeah, I mean that's basically it. Trying to, I think that's what my main focus is going to be is to try to help people this season with raids as much as possible. So, hey JD, thanks for stopping by the uh, stream. Um, I don't think I've been doing a whole lot other than just like <laughs> weekly stuff, like just knocking out weeklies, getting that bright dust. Um, yes, you got to get the bright dust. Yeah, they have the uh the, the cloak for the hunters out with the, the hood up. It's pretty sweet. Mm -hmm. I got that. Huh. Yeah, I have to pick that up. Um, yeah, I'm hoping to get all that armor. Like, I hope I have get enough bright dust for all that armor because it's really sweet. What about the there. Titan? You gonna get the uh, Titan? Not the Titan, no. What? I'm still not a fan. Same. Actually, yeah, that is another thing. Actually, I have been playing a lot more as a Titan, and good possibility I could be returning to becoming a, uh, a Titan main again. Yeah, you've been enjoying Titan lately. Yeah, a All lot. The punching. So, <laughs> so, but we'll see. Every season so far, I have swapped because season of Undying, I was I pretty much mained a hunter. Um, and last season I mained my warlock again, which is typically my main. And this season I've been playing a lot more as a titan. I haven't mained him quite as much because I'm trying to finish up like some of like my old quest lines that need to get done, and they're like all almost done on my warlock. So mm -hmm. once I get those, I might be focusing more on titan. Yeah, I got a I got a haircut, JD. I uh, I normally shave my head and. Have a goatee. That's my normal look. When I'm lazy, I do. I just like grow up. Um. Yeah. So I don't know. I haven't really been doing. It. I've been playing a lot of other video games. Like I've been playing Yakuza. Finished the Yakuza two. Nice. Installing Yakuza three. Um. Like this is the season for me to just play other games. Really. I mean, honestly, yeah. And sometimes it's not necessarily like. A bad thing, um, not a good thing if you want, like, if you're a Destiny content creator. Because, like, right now, like, even with, like, I was sitting on break and I was just like, what in the world are we going to talk about? Like, there's definitely things to talk about, but, like, at the same time, it's just, like, not things that really, like, we're, a lot of focus on today's podcast is definitely trials, but we're not trials people i mean except for kane 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 will do trials carries all day <clears throat> last time but... i played trials was the first weekend which was i don't even remember now 
three weekends ago. Uh, yeah, it was three weeks ago. I played the first two weeks, didn't play this week. As I said, I doubt I'll play this week. As I said, I think my I'm gonna be a uh, a Sherpa for raids. Going back to that, I think that's gonna be my main focus. That'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I played some Sea of Thieves yesterday, if you want to check the archives. <laughs> Honestly, it was fun. It was fun I mean, for I, like I, the I, first like hour and a half. <laughs> the last half hour, I was pretty salty. So, I, I think I'm going to still kind of mess around with that. I think there could be some... I think more on my YouTube end, that could be some really good content there. And putting up like a uh, like a Let's Play of like my pirate <laughs> becoming a legend. <clears throat> pirate legend um so yeah let's get into our topics for the week uh so first topic is the season of cheating and yes it's been becoming more and more prevalent and apparently you said that you've been seeing a lot of content creators saying they're just going to go back to console yeah there's been a lot of uh content creators that are just which i you know applaud applaud them instead of just constantly just sitting there and like complaining about it and still going on uh pc and trying to do it that way like you know what like both consoles do have like an anti-cheat like software like it's definitely possible to cheat on consoles but it's like a little bit more complicated um i don't know if you actually have saw the image that was going around but there's an aimbot that's been downloaded 365,000 times on PC and has yet to be detected by Bungie's anti-cheat software. It's Um, like the the downloads were just for Destiny, or...? Yeah. Yeah, and it had, like, uh... was it? Grab my phone. I think it was Paul Paul Tesley that tweeted this out. Yeah, so... That's what the the Uh, guys in the business call. Uh... (laughs) Polly T. Polly T. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was him since he's tweets a lot about Destiny. Um, His name is Paul T. And he is the advocate for Destiny. No, I'm kidding. I'm making wrestling references that only mean three other people are going to know. Uh, so, let me see. Here it is. <clears throat> With this <clears throat> aimbot, there's been... 2.1 million matches with it, 42.8 million kills on 303,000 players. Where do they get this data? And 152,000 uh, carries. Uh, probably like somehow from like the software, like using it, like running it, and like somehow maybe keeps track. Um. So, I mean, that's definitely insane. So, <clears throat> that's something, as a, like, a trials content creator, like, <clears throat> I mean, it's smart to go to console at this point until things get fixed. Um, yeah, Zaddy went to console. He's not on PC. <laughs> well, he's not playing Destiny at the moment. Yeah, he's just not playing. Still, he's been playing Black he Desert. To, uh, yeah, he went to console to do the PvP stuff, so. <clears throat> um... Losing track. So, yeah, I mean, like, until stuff gets figured out, I mean, that's always have been, like, the biggest issue when it comes to, like, super competitive stuff on PC is hackers. 
Um, that was like the one really good thing with Bungie being on Battle.net because Battle.net has a really good anti-cheat launcher on there. They have their own thing built in. Um, so like, and same thing with both Xbox and PlayStation. Um, obviously I said like you can still have people get in there and get like hacks and cheats, but it's definitely less common, especially moving over to Steam where Steam doesn't have that. And the game then has to then provide it itself. Um, not really making any excuses for Bungie with this situation, but that was definitely the downfall when they moved from Battle.net to Steam was losing the anti-cheat. Because I don't really remember this much cheating going on. Like, because even prior to Trials coming out, I always remember, like, just in comp, um, always seeing, like, hackers right after Shadowkeep release. And I was like, I don't really remember seeing that a whole lot when it was on Battle.net. I think every now and then it would pop up. But, I mean, I there would be, like multiple videos or clips I would see every week of, you know, a different hacker and yeah. comp that somebody recorded. And I don't really remember that too much when it was on Battle.net. I don't know if you do. Yeah, I didn't I didn't uh, see a whole lot of cheating. Like, I haven't seen a whole lot of cheating myself. There's been times where I suspected, like, aim botting and stuff like that, but that's probably just them being good. But mm-hmm. I'm seeing a lot more posts about it, that's for sure. I'm seeing a lot more videos about it. So, I can speak from that experience. Which, I mean, JD brought <laughs> up the DDoS scene. Um, which, luckily, with the new uh, network configuration that they did, I have yet to really hear anybody complaining about DDoSing. Um, but now it's just cheating is... Well, now that you get the season of the disconnects, you don't know if that's a DDoS or if that's just Destiny. <laughs> Uh, a lot of times you can kind of tell when it's a DDoS. I was just making a joke, bro. So, uh... See, exactly. See, JD and me are on the same page with this. (laughs) So... It should have called it Season of the Beaver. Season of the Beaver. Goddamn Canadians. (laughs) Um, so... I mean, they fixed that. Hopefully they can kind of get their anti-cheat up to par, but... I mean, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, let me just load up Discord so I can see the next. I think the next topic is how to make it better, right? Yeah. Can this season be saved? I'll let you go. I don't think there's going to be anything interesting until the Guardian games. Think so. And that's going to be April twenty first. Do you know anything about Guardian games? Do I absolutely do not. Okay. Um, More Consoles has a really good, like, video on it. Um, That's where, like... have you? Then you haven't seen any of the ghost shells? Oh, yeah, I have seen those, yeah. Okay, yeah, you get those from Guardian games. Um, they look pretty sweet. Uh, it's yeah, they do. It's just a ghost ball with uh, a symbol then, like, regarding one of the... It's the uh, yeah, it's the animal... Regarding the uh the class, so you have a line for uh, the Titans, uh, bird for the warlocks, and then um, a snake for the hunters. Mm-hmm. And then the new exotic 
that comes with it sounds like it could be interesting. It's um, gonna be machine gun, isn't it? It's gotta be. Yes. It's not gonna be like a like. I, I I don't know if necessarily because it kind of sounds like when he was talking about it, like <clears throat> it almost sounds like sweet business. I, it, where it has to rev up and then it'll shoot. Yeah. Yeah. But when it's like charging to like go in like full speed, you also get a shield with it. Yeah, which is pretty sweet. So like, it almost kind of sounds like a xenophage in a way. Like it doesn't fire until it's like revved up. So I don't know if it's gonna be multiple shots. But like he was making it sound like it was gonna be like Xenophage pretty powerful. shoots when you shoot it. it. You don't have to rev up Xenophage. But I'm just talking like in terms of like DPS wise, like it's gonna be able to do like some really good DPS. Yeah, for sure. Um, so it's like a mini gun. Yeah, it's like a mini gun. So I'll have to finish watching that. But like, it seems like. That's just going to be basically kind of like a lot of our other like uh, live events. Um, Eva Levante will be back. She'll be guarding, running that whole situation. Um, it's going to be, once again, based on bounties. Um, that will give you your rep for it. So, doesn't really sound like anything like too crazy is going to happen with that. Mm-hmm. I don't know oh, what else gonna is going to happen. For- PvE players to do. It will be. Other than I'm sure Grandmaster Nightfalls, but yes. I, I don't have high hopes for that. You know. <sighs> um, I I think if we're gonna get anything, it's gonna be after the first week, the next, the Tuesday after, uh, IO Bunker is dropped, and I think that's when we can potentially get some PvE things if it's, you know, some good story missions or because I mean, it really, I mean, if they give us, because what did uh, last season have? Did that have three story missions? Uh, I think it had two. Two story missions and we've yet to receive one story mission, correct? Yeah, unless you count the bunkers as story missions, which I don't. No, I don't. Uh, that's why I was kind of asking. Um, so I think that's when we'll potentially start seeing some story stuff will be the Tuesday after IO drops when our bunkers are fully, uh, powered. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't have a a whole lot of hope for, uh, for this. Um, and then obviously, was it if last they can, week or this week that uh, oh yeah, March thirty first. Uh, so yeah, GCX was canceled. No, we can't get into that. Uh, I mean, I've kind of talked about it a few times. I was kind of we haven't talked about it on the show though. Oh, I thought maybe we have March thirty first. Um, today is April second. But I thought in the past I've talked about the show on here. Um, I was pretty confident that the show was gonna get uh canceled and it's not really canceled per se um because they are going to do like a live stream with it so that the um because it used to be called guardian con now they rebranded to gamers community expo um 
so that the developers that are involved with them are still able to kind of present what they're going to present. Um, overall, like, was sad. Like, this is probably, like, the one thing every year I'm always, like, looking forward to. But, like, I think it was smart just with everything going on in the world. They also deal with, like, a lot of people that do overseas traveling. Um, and honestly, like, there's also the one side, like, you can also look at in terms of health, but also financially with a lot of people not working and stuff, like, other people need to worry about financing somewhere else if it's, you know, coming back and, like, paying things instead of worrying about trying to go to a convention because you see it all the time with people who are trying to, you know, scrounge up some money to go to whatever packs or what anything which is awesome but like um i think they kind of knew both ways just just in terms of health and financially it was probably smart to then eliminate the person event and go to more of a live stream type thing that they're going to do with their partners so but i saw this kind of coming like a few months ago i would just basically expecting it to be canceled and would have been surprised if it actually did happen so yeah considering the way everything else is going in this world everything else yeah and I, it just i th- and i also think it was smart to just also say it now so that like people can cancel their flights or hotels. yeah people can kind of which i still need to do i need to cancel my hotel because uh, i went straight to bed after we logged off last night um so, which means you now have a year to save up to go to the GCX. I feel like you're year. directing that right at me. I am. <laughs> I, have, I, I have some money saved already. I'll see if I can save that money on top of... Because uh, it's... Two. I th- believe there's the dates are already out. It's June 13th and June 14th. Um, I thought they did... Too? Yes, I believe really? so. Um... Because the one thing I thought was really cool about this was because you could either refund your ticket or you can do nothing and your ticket is now purchased for next year. Right. I typed in GCX into Google and it got me <coughs> mounting solutions for medical staff. <laughs> yeah, you have. To, I think you're going to have to type in like Gaming Community Expo. So. Alright. But. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're on sale if my ticket's already going to be there for next year. Um, I want to say it's, like, for... I would highly suggest to get, like, the one VIP ticket. Because I think that's, like, $150 for two nights. And obviously, they didn't really go into, like, much details this year. But in the past years, um, the VIP ticket, like... VIPs, like, basically, the past few years, like, weren't really, like, VIPs. Like, you didn't really, like, get anything extra other than, like, you kind of just helped the convention, like, fund itself. But you got the ticket to go to, um, the roast, which they did, a King Gathalian roast two years ago. And last year... They did the video game award show, and oh my god, both of those things are like the two best content you'll take in that entire weekend. It's just literally 
all the content creators literally roasting each other. And Dr. Lupo is just a straight savage. You would not think Dr. Lupo was a savage, but that dude is insane. But, yep, I would highly recommend if you're looking to do a convention next year, GCX is the way to go, in my opinion. Sounds good. Yep. Um, I think that's it from what I want to say. I always uh, I have to check the Discord. Goodbye. Oh, I mean, you can ask me. We have, coming up, we have the quality of life changes we would like to see. Um, oh, yeah. I also wanted to mention real quick the Shaxercise thing. That they yes, have. it was awesome. Apparently, it's a thing in Zavala's office. Oh, is it in Zavala's office? Yeah, like, that's where it originally was found. Okay. And then they put it up on their own channel, their, their own YouTube channel. And it's basically like music, but then you throw Shaq's voice lines over the music. Oh, that's kind of cool. It's I'll check good. that out. So um, apparently it's in canon now that uh, Zavala listens to Shaq's motivational speech speeches over uh, over music <laughs> in his office. Interesting. It's hilarious. Um... But yeah, I mean, quality of life changes that we would like to see. Uh, this kind of came to me because when I was I was messing around with the shaders, and I think this has been kind of a topic that's been talked about here and there throughout mm-hmm. the community. But like, yeah. eliminate the, especially now um, that we have collections. Like, I don't even know how many you, shaders we have in total. You know, like it seems like yeah. there's hundreds. <clears throat> To just literally, once you get a shader, just have that go into the collection. Don't have an inventory location for that. And if you want to change shaders, it, you have everything instead of having to pull from collections. And I was just like, this is just, I don't know, well, something small, well, but about, I was just like... Yeah, instead of having, like, maybe you rework the shaders page, actually, to have it so that your character's on the side. And then you have a list of all the shaders that you can scroll through. <laughs> like this is, a, I'm just, I'm just uh, dev booking right here right now, um, and have it so that uh, you can have apply all and you can, and you can preview that and see how that looks, or uh, apply that to you know your weapon or your your armor piece, uh, and you can specify yeah. which one, or you know your sparrow or whatever. You can keep the sparrows and stuff the same because that's not that obtuse. But um, just rework the shader screen so that it's just customized, and you can customize the look of everything that you can- already can. Yeah, yeah, agreed. I, I was just kind of like, this was kind of like a small thing. Uh, we'll get to actually. Um, that will be one of our topics or questions. Is what JD just said. <clears throat> um, if that oh, is an quote? actual quote, is yeah. that an actual quote? Um, but yeah, I was just like wondering what your quality of life change would be um obviously it's shader so it's not like anything fucking <clears throat> super big but like you know something small i mean we're really love the new U, ui design like that's a quality of life change i feel like that they killed it in the ui redesign uh for this season um i feel like the shaders would be a cool 
a cool thing that they need to fix on other than content? Um, can't really think of like quality of life changes, but you know, just uh, content changes in general. I can think of tons. Um, and pretty much what a lot of people have already said and what they've already done on Destiny One, you know, strike specific loot, stuff like that. But yeah, that's not quality of life. Um, I mean, they could even kind of go and like work on I don't even know if it's really be quality of life slash content but expand on the seals and have like bronze silver and like maybe gold and platinum and have that like either you could have like a class or maybe you show off more than one title yeah, or something like... Because I have a couple titles I would like to show off, but I can't do it all at the same time. I have to pick which one. Because, like, the tryout thing was probably one of the best things that they added in D2, it's in my, my opinion. It's my favorite thing in that game. Um, like, I would like to see them. It gives you a whole bunch of things to do on the side that aren't... Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, a, it's it's, like achievement hunting, but I don't know if... I, I it is. It's, it's something that keeps the hardcore players... I guess, grinding. Um, you know, somebody that's going to sink their hours in. I mean, that was one of the best things from Destiny was the Grimoire score, which is basically our Triumph score. You know, I can remember when content did get stale. Like, at certain times, I would just literally grind out my Grimoire score. Like, certain activities, you know, get kills with certain weapons... Uh, kill a certain amount of enemies. I mean, eventually, towards the end of the lifespan on Destiny, like, it was a little bit more, like, challenging things, but, like, um, I would like to see them expand on the Triumph scores as well. I think that'd be really cool. The Seals. Um, apparently the quote, making content is too hard, was a quote back in 2018. I can't find it, but I can see a bunch of posts referencing it. So I don't even know what the context is of the quote. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that was a quote. January 4th, 2018. Yeah, I think that's what we've talked about, that they need to go back into their small DLC content compared to the seasonal content. I think that will benefit... I wouldn't even mind like one large content drop like once a year, maybe even like a forsaken size. I'm assuming. Yeah. Then. And then have um, seasonal activities throughout. Maybe even bigger. so, like when when you're talking like seasonal activities, are you talking about like what we're having now? Are you talking about like? Just like their live events. Just like live events. But like I want... Okay. I guess I kind of want more of a traditional MMO, you know, expansion style stuff. Um, like like a World of Warcraft or a Final Fantasy does. And that's, I think another thing like um, we have to kind of realize is MMOs, which is Destiny now, do have periods of time where there is content droughts. Like, I mean, as we'll kind of get into that, I guess... Uh, actual quote from supposedly Bungie making content is hard. Um, you, it's hard, I think, to make meaningful content. 
and I think that's what right now they're hurting on is that they're making just kind of just repetitive content and it's small content to where it's not really meaningful and it's you know the fear of missing out needs to be eliminated and I think going back to a small DLC size and even I think when they go back to that you're still going to have people complain about the content but I would still rather see in this coming up September to get a shadow keep size DLC and then December get like a curse of Osiris or dark below size DLC and then May or April or June around that time frame um get like a house of wolves slash war mine DLC mm-hmm. um I feel like the content terms will still probably be about the same size for two seasons, but I feel like the content that we will be receiving in those DLCs will be more meaningful than the content that we're receiving now Yeah, in the past few seasons. Hmm. Yeah, I was just, I just did a, just a quick Google search to see how, like what the dev team size is for MMOs. And they go into the thousands. Uh, so like for for example, Final Fantasy started off with 871 as 1.0, which was you know a big failure in a lot of people's eyes. Um, but then they boosted it up for 2.0, which was Realm Reborn, to like 1,275 plus 82 voice cast. So Bungie's only been at 600 or so, right? Um, and that's kind of where development teams end up studying out to be, like down the line for MMOs. I don't know. I don't know. I was just I was just curious I, about that when I was thinking about No, it. I think that is definitely a very good uh research to see on in terms of like other work size. Um but going back, like I would rather them make us give us meaningful content over uh just, you know, Vex Offensive, Sundial, you know, this public event, which actually isn't horrible, like, but like, it's, you know, but it's still like, I would rather the time go elsewhere. Um, like, if you can give me a Garden of Salvation size raid in September, and then you give me, hopefully, maybe you do two raid layers. Or maybe you do one raid layer and the second DLC. Like, I would be completely happy with that because it gives PvE players um, something to grind for. Um, and hopefully you eliminate... as Try to not have as many exotic quest lines. And I feel like with the seasonal content that we have, you kind of have to do exotic quest lines. And I think if you went back to the DLCs, you could do them being RNG drops mm-hmm. and have an exotic tie to the raid will also then provide more replay value yeah. to those raids. Because honestly, like, there's really other than Pinnacles, but even like that, you don't even have to do the raid because 
we'll get into it with Twa, but I mean, you have pit, you have so many different things to do pinnacles other than trying to find five other people to do a raid. So, I don't know. Vex Offensive was pretty bad. <laughs> what are you talking about? Is it the best content in all of Destiny? It was. Um, no, but a lot of the things that we're talking about, complaining about, and like just criticizing about, um, they've addressed it, or Luke Smith has at least addressed it, in his uh, director's cut earlier this year. So, mm-hmm. what we're going to get is... I don't think it's going to be any good. Like even next season, I don't think it's going to be that great. But September, we're probably going to see a whole lot of whole whole lot of changes. And that honestly is kind of like, and who knows? Like I don't know what the coronavirus has done to like offset their schedule now. Um, uh, yeah, that is also another thing. Um, but I won't blame kind of like I won't blame COVID on what we're getting right now, because what we're getting right now uh, I think is planned already. So. Yeah, they're probably, and probably, I would say by the time this release, they were probably a good part into the next season complete, if not almost finished. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, question, like, would you rather see, um, say, a DLC expansion in September with this season modules that we're getting now... Or would you want to see no content for a year to get an enormous Destiny 3? Um, so I probably wouldn't play Destiny for a year. Uh, I'll just play a bunch of other stuff and I'll come back for Destiny 3. Would you want that, though? Or would you rather have... Yeah. You think so? I, that's kind of how I would lean to. I would rather see, once again... Yes, and that would, with <laughs> no content for a full year, they could have their entire team working to develop to make a complete Destiny game that either they didn't have to scrap, you know, because back with Destiny 1 before that launch, there was tension between Bungie and Activision. They then completely redid a lot in Destiny. Same thing with Destiny 2. They revamped it like over like halfway being finished to what we have, to what we got at launch. So Bungie without Activision to be able to take their own ideas and not have to worry about Activision overseeing that and actually give us like the destiny that they want to give us. Like obviously there's going to probably be like bugs and like some issues that as a community we'll probably send them feedback and like Bungie will change but in terms of story we'll get a good story we'll get like a VOG uh King's Fall Last Wish raid um we'll get I wouldn't say maybe dedicated servers but maybe we'll get like really good anti cheat. We'll get a good These are all things quick that you're play. For, right? Yeah, that's like what you would get like in terms of like <laughs> without a year of content, like them trying to put out content. They take a year off to then give us a complete Destiny game, and at the same time, it wouldn't be on PS4 and Xbox One. It would be on next gen only. 
and PC. Mm. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's just really stale now. <clears throat> I mean, that's kind of how it was back with Rise of Iron, you know. Um. Yeah. So again, yeah. I, I've said this before on this podcast. Like, just don't hold your breath for something new to be coming in the next few months. Like, the next real big release is when you're probably gonna jump back in. Um. All right. So next thing we have is Twab. I guess. Yep. I think JD with the whole Eververse thing. I think that's just something in general. Not just Bungie, that's just video games in general. Yeah, uh, I've already expressed my disgust for Eververse on this show multiple times, so I'll save my breath. Um, yeah, it's just video games in general. Unfortunately, Actually, I just... yeah, uh, unfortunately that's what happens when you go free to play. Um, I hate it, I absolutely hate it. Um... And I wish they never did that. Are you gonna what, free-to-play? Yeah. Well, I, think I was, was smart hoping it was going to be like a free-to-start, you know, like you get the first couple expansions for free, but... Well, you have to buy Shadowkeep. You don't have to buy Shadowkeep. Yeah, you do. No, you don't. Yeah, you do. What do you mean you I'm pretty sure you have to buy... You have to buy Shadowkeep and you have to buy Forsaken to have... To play the content. Yeah, but you, you can, can play... You can play the first year for free. Yeah, you can play the first year for free, yeah. but to be able to play Forsaken content slash Shadowkeep content, you have to own Shadowkeep. And it's Forsaken. yeah, but they also have content during the seasons that is free, quote unquote free. Yeah, well, it trials. Is free, but <laughs> there's things that aren't free. But what I'm saying is, like, I wish they just had like free to start, which is like you know you get your first year content for free, and then um, <clears throat> just build upon the expansions. So if you like that you know, Red War campaign, you're like, oh, that's really cool. Let me see what other campaigns this game has. And so you'd buy Forsaken, which is, like, on a discount. And that, I think that actually comes with the second year now. It does. Um, so you'll play, yeah, you so can you'll get play f- through Forsaken, you're like, oh, that's a really cool campaign. And then you'll do whatever else is in there for the other, like the Forges and stuff. It's like, oh, that's kind of fun. I think you can get Forsaken for 17 bucks now. And then, um... And then if you're like really interested, you'll get, end up getting Shadowkeep, and like I think that that's the that's what I thought they were gonna do. But it's gonna be like there's free to play things throughout the whole year. Um, I don't know. It's weird. <clears throat> it's a weird content model because you need to look up like some kind of. Tr- it's like a Ubisoft game. You have to look up some kind of chart to see what you get with the game. <laughs> it's it's weird, man. I don't know how I feel about it. But, no, I think that's just, right now, just video games in general. Like, I mean, you look at pretty much... I think that's why single-player games sell so much. (sighs) Yep. A lot of people are pissed off and are, like, just fed up with that content model. So they're just like, I'll just go buy the CQs again and play through the campaign. Yep. Or, you know, Final Fantasy. Because I mean, I haven't played the Final Fantasy MMO, but how much? Like, well, I'm talking about. I meant, when I said Final Fantasy, I meant like Final Fantasy VII remake. 
Or, uh, okay, th- but just in general, like how big is like their Eververse type thing, <clears throat> their cosmetic I haven't shop. Even seen it yet. Oh really? I'm not there yet. <laughs> um, so I mean, I know like I don't even know with WoW, but WoW is a little bit different story because you have like a subscription fee mm-hmm. on top of buying the game. Well, that's what Final um, Fantasy 14 is too. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Then, okay. I mean, that... honestly, you know what? If I got way more content in Bungie, I wouldn't mind paying ten bucks a month. Yeah. If I got way more content, and I mean way more. Like I would. But even still, with WoW, like people still have like droughts in WoW. So, but then you just cancel your subscription fee, and right. then if you want to replay it again, you can pick it up. Yeah. Like, I have a description for Game Pass. That gives you a whole lot of games. I don't really use it all that much, though. Like, whenever, like, yeah. Ori comes out, I'll play that. That's, like, $40 here. It's worth it. It's worth it. I don't know. I don't know anymore. I just want Destiny. <laughs> I just want more just want of the game to play. Um, You want to get into TWAB now, or you want to... Yeah, we can. Right. Yeah, but once again with WoW, you still have the subscription fee. So, I mean, that's a lot of money that they have automatically going to I mean, there's people that them. buy the, the, like, the special editions and stuff for like over $100 or whatever. And the subscription fee for 10 bucks a month is what is $120. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, Alright, let me, let me pull up to WoW. Okay, so uh, they talk about the fourth horseman, the catalyst. Uh, can't remember where you get the catalyst. I think you said the bunkers or the uh, so the events lost or sectors. Lost yeah, sectors. Lost sectors. Uh, and the final Seraph bunker is opening up on IO uh, April seventh. Um, so get ready for that. Another bunker to complete. I think I have over a thousand of those Warmind bits, so I might get that done in a day or two, like last week, the last one. Um, so later on in the month, we'll have Guardian Games and Grandmaster Nightfall difficulty. Uh, that's pretty much it for that paragraph. Then next up, we have uh, focus feedback. So we'll talk about the card rewards. Uh, we've been discussing feedback around the lack of incentive for players to go flawless. I understand that some players have found the first few games to be more lucrative, which we'd love to shift to the later games. Uh, early card token farming, as some would call it, is something that we are very interested in solving. We want to make sure that every Destiny player who wants to play Trials has come to the show for it. At the end of the weekend, additionally, we've seen feedback that the Flawless Chest isn't comparable. Uh, the rewards associated with grinding out Nightfalls. This is something we'd love to improve on. There are quite a few ways we could approach this, and we're currently discussing what would be best for Trials in the long run. Their um, best move to kind of help fix Trials is, one, don't make the cards. Make it like a bounty that you have to then go keep rebuying um, instead of resetting in the quest Two, get rid of tokens. Um, three, bring back 
the bounties that will then drop gear. So have four fairly decently long bounties, two for armor or two for weapons, or have one in one, whatever you would choose from. And for in terms of going flawless, bring back adept weapons. So basically having an adept weapon would be basically having like another masterwork on that legendary weapon. But like don't make it like super overpowering, but like have it be just a little bit higher in terms of the weapons that you get from the bounties. And at the same time, have exotic and you can only get the weapons once per account. But you can keep farming Fallless, if you're doing carries, or if you just really enjoy trials, it will have potential drops of dropping exotics and upgrade modules. Slash, you know, prisms and enchantment cores and stuff like that. I think would be the best route to go for trials in terms of card rewards. Oh yeah, and did you hear that the uh, card-based matchmaking <clears throat> is 0 to 5? And then, from there on up, it matches. Oh, really? Yeah. So. Yeah, I think <clears throat> probably would have done like zero to three. Yeah, something. Or <laughs> zero to three, and then maybe like, or zero to zero to two, three to five, then six to seven. I think would have been smart, but sounds good to me. Uh, so disconnections. We've been investigating an issue that prevented us from enabling rejoin options when trials first launched. The short version is that the player would uh, a player score could reset if that player left and rejoins the match. Uh, since they resolved that issue, we are currently planning to enable rejoin in update 2.8.1. Additionally, our teams are continuing to investigate the rise in error codes since the launch of the season. This is one of our top priorities, and we made some progress in identifying the issue. What's left is developing a fix and testing it. We want to take the appropriate time here to uh, to avoid introducing any further issues into the game. Um, my thing, though, is that if you've been disconnected and then you rejoin, is does that disconnect count as a loss? I'm going to say... No. I want to say the, no, too, but, you know... If they're talking about if you can rejoin... right. Um, maybe you have like kind of like a timer. I don't know if you could type actually put that in terms of in like development. I don't know how that would work. Because like once you rejoin, uh, like maybe is that uh, people can't reset their cards when they get disconnected now. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, fair play. Uh, we've seen reports from players that have encountered cheaters and trials over the last few weekends. What follows is a quick update on what we've been doing to improve your experience and what we're discussing internally for future improvements. To restate the note in the intro, some of these items may not be addressed for some time and we're in early conversations. But we wanted to give you an update as to what's going on behind the scenes here at Bungie. So first off, our anti-cheat is not uh, as visible by design. As some security products, however, we regularly detect and re remove thousands of malicious accounts from the PvP ecosystem. On the front lines, we continue to implement anti new anti-cheat improvements during patch releases. We don't include these in the patch notes for obvious reasons. 
and are always investigating new approaches as cheat developers adapt to our latest tech. Many of the cheats that you find in the wild already have detection, uh, detections and countermeasures deployed or in development with work being done constantly to keep them updated against new threats. Because cheat developers don't stop, we know we have to keep working to improve these systems. Um, they say that this is a tricky line to uh, walk as we don't want to punish any innocent players that may consistently have high stats due to extreme skill, game bugs, or game logic exploits, which Bungie considers uh, their fault. Um, we are working with our platform partners to identify ways in which we can further strengthen our security. We are investigating ways in which we can let you know when your reports have been resulted in a permanent ban or temporary restriction. Uh, additionally, we wanted to give a few tips and information that helps during our investigations and processing reports from the report suspected cheating contact form. Uh, do not post any of this information publicly, not read on the Bunchy form. This information should only uh, only go in this specific form. Here's the information we are looking for. Display name of the known uh, good, good player. Uh, display name of the suspects and any other identifying info you have, such as a clan, a clan name, Steam ID, etc. Uh, explain what suspicious behavior was observed. Note the platform the behavior was observed on. Provide a link to the post-game carnage report on Bungie.net. And if possible, give us links to any video evidence. This could be a, a YouTube video or archived Twitch stream with timestamps. A clip or a video you have recorded and shared via a public sharing device. Um, I know that some of you out there may find the statement we're listening to be repetitive and cliche of community management. Damn right. Uh, <laughs> but the first step toward taking action is to listen. Uh, we've been collecting your feedback and looking to fully understand the root of the perceived issues that are being discussed by players in the wild. Your voice is important to us and helps us as we walk the path to what's next in Destiny 2. We'll be sure to keep you updated on our plans as they become more concrete. And we thank you for your continued feedback on the game. Uh, so next up is stat trackers. Um, but do you have anything to say? Uh, I mean, not really. I mean, I know it's just kind of... They're, they have to be better at what they're doing now just because there's just... When you have an in-game activity like Trials that's being ruined on a platform because of cheaters, but at the same time, I understand it's not something that is going to be stopped. Like, it's something that they're going to constantly have to continue to work on and figure ways to help prevent cheating on PC, but with how hacking and PC technology is, it's it's always going to be there. <clears throat> Um, do you want to uh, talk about uh, the track, uh, the stat tracking? I'm gonna go grab another beer. Sure, I can do that. <clears throat> Back on track. At the beginning of the season, changes were introduced to stat trackers to give players more ways to express their achievements in Destiny 2. We introduced the weekly seasonal and lifeline lifetime trackers, as these were completely optional to those who might want to have a clan emblem. With this overhaul, previous feature trackers were moved. Players were quick to highlight this as a plain point, which 
we're eager to address. This week we have a list of the stats we're bringing back in update 2.8.1, which is coming later this month. Seasons. Career. Forge completions. Um, oh my god, do I want to read all this stuff? Uh, you don't okay. have to read all of it, but you can just, you know, say... Okay. Forge completions, basically, uh, and then a bunch of other seasons. Yeah, activities. forge, kills... Accounts. Completions, yeah, just... Subclass accounts goals. with all your yeah basically everything that we had before just is going to be available it looks like uh most importantly just, like gold medals is coming back yep. glory win streaks and raids stuff like that and raids and prestige leviathan completions which is the most important one sure <laughs> <laughs> anyways uh, so next up, the hot fixes. So, uh, so hot fix two point eight point zero point two. Uh, Tuesday, March thirty first, released a hot fix where a fix where bunker upgrades in the season pass are only unlocked on one character. Uh, a fix where the first weekly clear of a legendary lost sector won't award a powerful drop. I had the I had an issue with the first one. Like I would look at my other character. Like I would look through. My three characters and be like, wait, I've already unlocked season rank 32. I should be able to buy these, but like it still said I required that uh, thing. But I think now that um, this fixing is in, I think I've been able to uh, buy those upgrades now. Uh, so current known issues. Water. Sorry, what? I'm just kind of reading these errors. I don't think I've seen these errors. Uh, watercraft whatsoever. Yeah, I've never seen them before at all. <clears throat> yeah, that's why I was just like, uh, I don't even know what a watercress okay. is. Same. Um, but yeah, they're in continuing to investigate increased watercress and newt errors. Um, ever, whatever that means. You ever watch the show Ned's Newt? No, no. He had like a magical newt that he would feed like magical flakes, and it would become like. Kind of like the mask. Sounds like a Canadian show. It might be a Canadian show. Also, watercress <clears throat> is like uh, like water plants that you put in like an aquarium. Sorry, I, I need to but... look up um, look up what that was. Now I'm looking up Ned's Newt. That's new. Yep, it was on Teletoon. Yep, it was a Canadian show. Haha! <laughs> Damn Canadians. Alright, uh, sorry, I had, to look, I had to look that up. It's been a while since I've seen that show. Um, and that's like all my knowledge for what a newt is. <laughs> well, uh, I guess good job, Canadian. <laughs> we have identified an issue with the Fellow Winter's Helmet Exotic Helmet that allows players to emit a detonation impulse that blinds and weakens enemies on any kill. We have disabled this exotic until a fix can be deployed at a later date. We are investigating reports on players who have their emblems blacked out completely with power Thank appearing as God. zero in the roster tab of the director. Get that fixed ASAP. Yep. Uh, level 32 PDS upgrade can only be used to clear the bunker by the character who unlocked it on the EDZ bunker. Uh, that's the issue that I was having. Um, yep. Rasputin Daily Seraph weapon can only be claimed on the character... Players were able to, uh, players were on when rank 92 of the season passes unlocked. This cannot be claimed on other characters, have not gotten that far. Uh, 
the Cloak of the Exiled Trials armor is not glowing properly when going flawless in Trials of Osiris. Defeating an enemy with a ranged Celestial Fire Warlock melee ability does not trigger Warlord's Sigil perk on the Winter's Guile Azotic Huntlets. And the Lord of Peace, by thy tongue be damned, is not properly unlocking for players. Hmm. Um, and then that's it know. for 12. Hey, that does sound like we're going to be getting some type of charity event coming up. <clears throat> so, Peter, I see what they do there. Alright, so you have anything to say? Uh, I think that's it for me. I mean, they, it was honestly a fairly decent TWAB. I mean, they addressed some of the issues that were definitely very, people were talking about the past weekend. So hopefully we continue to see improvements. Um, I guess let's also, as a community, continue to give them uh, some feedback on thoughts on ways to improve loot and trials, just the game in general. So, other than that, yeah, I think that's about it. Alright, so Sully, where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, and on YouTube at Sully underscore underscore games. And you can find me, your host, Thomas, on Twitter, CSG Thomas. I'm also here at charshot.com for audio, video, and written content. Check out our other podcast, the Charshot Gamescast. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing this week, so we'll talk about that. Um, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, anywhere you can get podcasts are available. Anywhere. Um, please leave us a review. That helps with the algorithm. Gets us, uh, gets us out there. Uh, if you want to come on the show, let us know. Um, just send me an email. Always oh, looking for guests. Yep, or hit us up on Twitter. Um... Yeah, until then, eyes down, Guardians.